We're excited to have Josh Richards, a famous social media star with over 22 million followers on TikTok. He recently got involved with Triller as you know, TikTok is rumored to be closing and all that, et cetera. He's a chief strategy officer and we're excited to have you on, Josh. Hello, how are you? I'm good, man, I'm good, how are you? Good, good. Um, will you just, you know, if some people in the audience aren't familiar with you, even though m many of the people in the world are, will you, how would you describe yourself and what you do? Yeah, so um, I'm an 18-year-old influencer. I really started my journey this last summer when I co-founded TalentX along with Michael Gruen. I found that creators weren't treated equally in the space, so I had to do something about it. From there, we went on to create a couple more companies. We did Annie Energy, which is an energy drink company I have. I acquire equity in a lot of companies as well. I'm working on something with a dog food company, and we're working with a few other founders that I got to keep kind of hush-hush, but yeah. So, wait. You, 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 jumped, you jumped and you got my thing. So the dog food company at my daughter Raleigh's probably freaking out. What kind? What made you get into a dog food company? I have a dog myself. What kind? Uh, Nate, it's a it's a husky, Siberian husky. You got any photos that you want to show of the dog? Um, I, no? I don't have any. I don't have any photos I can show you right now, sadly, because okay. I'm on my phone. All but. Right. Yeah, beautiful dog, blue eyes, like brown and white fur. And I also had a dog at home, which was multi poo. I just had like grown up loving dogs. And when I had a dog of my own in LA, and this company came up to me and we started talking. What I loved about their company is every single time someone buys a bag of dog food from them, one gets donated to a pound love or that. like a shelter. So then uh, it was just giving back. It was a project that I thought was really, really cool. So I love that. We have a, we have a, we just got a sheep who, so you had a multi poo, we had a, sh a, sh a shih tzu poo, you know, poodle. Yeah. So that's how you got involved. A question I have, cause I've been asked this, how does someone like the dog food company reach out to you? Like, how do they, how do they get in touch? I mean, you have, you know, like how that, how'd that deal come about? If, or in general, how does some of this stuff come about? Yeah, I mean, that was actually through Triller. Okay. But a lot of the times what happens is we'll get close with these companies that we work with. If it's, you know, me being CSO at Triller or me at, at TalentX, like when I make those relationships with those founders of those companies, and then they have relationships with other founders, um, they'll just start bringing me into those conversations more and more. And I just start being introduced to some really powerful people and try to you know, leave a good first impression so that they think about me and then they'll start bringing me into their projects. Yeah, no, it's all, as you know, it's all relationships. So yeah. and we're, and we're going to circle back a little bit about like your past, but so I'm assuming you worked with Mike Lou, you know, and that's how this came about. Cause you guys, you and your crew, you know, at your house could have uh, started your own TikTok competitor in pretty And easily. that's what we were going to do actually. That's, oh, you were? Yeah. So I remember the dinner actually, we were sitting there how long ago was this? Michael. I need like a timeline, so to speak. Yeah, this was about five to six months ago now. Before, was, before Corona? No, not before okay. Corona. All right. Not before Corona. And there were the rumors on social media of TikTok being, you know, this very unsafe app. Your, your data is being hacked. All the rumors with China. And an article saying that TikTok was looking at being shut down. So... Then we started kind of freaking out a little bit and trying to come to the solution. And our first thought was, why don't we create our own version? Once we looked into doing that, we actually got paired with the team over at Triller and started talking with Ryan Kavanaugh. And then we just found they were very forward thinking, creator first. They were listening to the, a lot of the ideas we were giving them. And uh, they put us in positions with power so that we could actually influence what happened on the app. So... I mean, it was just the perfect fit, really. 
Got it. And I, I mean, I know you're not going to give details on this, but I mean, I think Triller like maybe filed a SPAC, but I'm assuming you got some, you know, interest in the company, a little bit of equity and all uh, that. Yeah, we, we invested in the company. Are you, you've actually put hard cash in it? Yeah, we actually put money into the company as well. Wow. Okay. Because yeah. I mean, it's, if you think about it, I mean, TikTok, you guys are the assets. I mean, every day you guys go on there, you're the assets. But, uh, but we'll go back to the thing. So then, you know, you said you invested in a lot of like different companies. You're angel investing, basically. You're, inv you're yeah. going to a bunch of startups. How old are you right now? How old are you? I'm, I'm 18. Okay. So you're angel investing. How many like angel investments have you made so far? I know there's a, a, a lending one for 401k stuff because the guy reached out to me a couple yeah. of days ago. And it, it's actually a smart thing to maximize your 401k. And the kid's a, ma a mad genius. Like the youngest kid at Northwestern or something. Uh, yeah, he, what, he what's the company name? Give him a shout out. Lentable. Yeah. Shout out to Lentable. Um, yeah, great investment there. Sheridan is their founder. How'd you find, uh, so, how'd you find it? Oh, uh, that's actually was through just another investor we knew. Uh, yep. Just deal flow that they, they, they were just bringing us some of their deal flow. So we got tossed in that deal. But yeah, shout out to Sheridan. Great founder. Absolute genius. So do you, so do you do you love the angel investing? Do you want to do a lot more of it? Like what's your, what's, what's your strategy um, for the angel investing? Yeah. So as of right now, uh, we're, I, I'm taking it a little bit slow in the sense of how big my check sizes are because I want to also learn a lot while I'm doing this. And I know personally, I'm not going to start off and be the best angel investor. So strategy right now is just take every single meeting that I find interesting for angel investing, meet with those founders, actually get on those calls, talk to them, ask as many questions as I can. And we're, we're throwing in small checks to a few companies that we find are, are very interesting. No, I mean, I'm older than you. That's the only way. And you want to make some mistakes. I'm just going to give you one like bad story. You, you, yeah. you, you know, Twitch, obviously. So yep. it was used to be Justin TV, right? So yeah. you're 18. So you have many years. You, you're way earlier than me, but I was like probably 24. I didn't have any money and I was working at this company and I saw Justin Khan walking around campus with this camera on his head. So I didn't know anything about internet. I mean, I, I had internet companies back then, like a college bookstore. I reached out to Justin Khan. I think Emmett writes back to me. We get on a call. They're raising their first round. It was a one and a half million at a four and a half million dollar valuation. So I talked to them or five and a half million dollar valuation. I talked to them and like, we want strategic investors. Well, I wasn't too strategic back then. And so I didn't know Mark Cuban for the life of me. I didn't know him. I sent Mark Cuban a cold email and saying, I found this company. Are you interested? Et cetera, et cetera. So Cuban's like, I love it. Cuban gets on the call with them on conference and, and was, he was going to be in the deal. I think he was going to be in for a million and out of like a five and a half. And, I, and Mark would hopefully throw me something. I had no money to my name. Like I was just random, right. scrappy and hopefully I got something. So Mark's about to like about to close and then Justin Emmett or whoever come back like a week later or like three weeks later, we're actually going to raise two and a half at a 7.5 million. And Mark's like, oh, I don't like that. You guys are being, you know, that's too much money at this stage. So Mark, yeah. didn't, Mark didn't do the deal. I didn't get my warrants or whatever at a seven and a half million dollar valuation. Then it sold for a billion to Amazon. So that, so that's the story. And like, maybe if I was in California and I wasn't in Detroit at the time, we would have got it done, but that's my sob story with Twitch and, and you'll have those. You'll miss like, yeah. like the, missing the unicorns, yeah. missing the unicorns. You want to, you want to miss as few unicorns as possible, but I'm sure you, I'm sure you won't miss many because the deals will come to you. Okay. So I just want to take people back because people are asking me like, how did this guy, Josh Richards get his start? And I think you're from Canada, 
And will you just give us a little background, like your siblings, a little bit about that and how this yeah. all came about and all the shut up. Um, yeah. So uh, my social media start all actually happened when I was 14 years old. Uh, my sister, who is a year and a half younger than me, um, her name's Olivia. She was filming Musical.ly because it was Musical.ly at the time and it hadn't been uh, acquired by ByteDance yet and switched over to TikTok. So she was filming her video. I got in it. It did really well on her account. Uh, the comments were asking her, like, what is my username and what my account is? And I was like a 14-year-old boy, right, with all these girls commenting on my sister's post about, like, oh, what's his username? Who is he? So I was kind of, like, feeling myself. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make a Musical.ly account. Okay. Wow. So I made one. And then I had like a set goal. I, I had everything planned out, like my follower growth a day. I knew exactly what I needed to hit for that, how many posts. And I was like, if I can get 10,000 followers by the end of the summer, then I'll, I'll keep going with this social media stuff. And one of my videos blew up right before the end of summer, like two days. I but how many posts were you doing a day though? Or is it like one? Or is it three posts a day? Three posts a day and were they all just random like was there a strategy to it like were you looking at um at the start when i was doing musically uh it was a lot different of a platform and the only way that you could really grow is from either collabs or live streaming and then the third way to grow which was like the hardest was when you got a video featured so they would pretty much like instead of the for you page it used to be called the featured page and they would only go in and select they like handpicked who went on the featured page but it would only be like for one video, right? So they might go into one of your videos and feature it, but they'll never do it again for the rest of your videos. And oh. you will get a little like red tag on your post that said featured. So you would know if it was featured or not. Got it. Okay. So anyways, that was the only way to grow. I had one of those posts that blew up and had that feature before school started, before summer ended, uh, gave me 20,000 followers. So I was like, all right, I'm getting into this. I'm going to do this. And then it just kind of like kept escalating from there. I signed with a manager maybe a year after that. And then I started doing, you know, some brand deals. I got into the social media touring space. I did two tours, not the summer that just passed, but the year one before that. Like you go to different and, cities and like speak or something or? Uh, meet and greet tours. Yeah, so yeah. we would, we would just go and they would have a lineup. They would come in, take pictures, say hi. We'd yep. sign stuff. They'd buy merch. It was it was very like meet and greet convention. Yep. Okay. And then uh, after the tour, came to LA, took some of my friends that were on that tour with me, and we met up with Bryce Hall. We all started hanging out, and then that's when Sway was born. Got it. So that's where you that's where you met Bryce Hall. Yeah, I met Bryce Hall in LA after my tour. So I've known him for about a year now. So when you were in Canada, what, where were you from in Canada? I'm from outside of Toronto. It's about okay. an hour and a half east. It's called uh, Coburg, very okay. small town. We're like we're based in Detroit, and so we're like four hours away from Toronto. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to Detroit, but um, I, ha I have actually. For what? Just hockey. It was or? for tour. Oh, it was for a tour. Okay. Yeah. You, you yeah. didn't call. You didn't call us. All right. Next time. Um, <laughs> well, because you were you were a good hot. Wait, no, you were. Yeah, weren't you a good like hockey player or lacrosse? I did play hockey growing up. Yeah, I played hockey from about seven years old until I was did you, fourteen, fifteen. Did you want to be a pro at the time? Oh, that's all I wanted. I I would go into the garage every single day and just shoot like five hundred pucks because I knew I had to be like I I wanted to be the best so badly, and I knew I was gonna like in my head I knew I was gonna be in the NHL. So yeah. How how tall are you? 
I'm six foot one. And you're, yeah. So what position did you play in hockey? I was the centerman. Oh, so you were like sweet. I mean, I, I, I don't think I was sweet. I was all right. I was all right at hockey. Oh, baloney. 500 plus. Yeah. Okay. That's good motivation for you kids out there. You, you got to do a thousand hits. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do a thousand yeah. shots a day. Get in your yeah. garage, buy some fake ice. Do it. There, there you go. All right. So that, so then, so the question I have then, so in Canada, then you go to the social media tour, then you come to LA. Were you big time famous when you were in Canada or is what L, did LA make the night and day difference? LA definitely made the night and day difference. I actually think it wasn't LA. I think it was the touring that started my blow up. Uh, but it, it was so crazy because I lived in such a small secluded town that everyone in my town already knew who I was before I did social media. Cause you knew everyone that you grew up with. Like there were not a lot of kids living there. So I never really experienced the fame until I completely left Canada. Got it. And that's so, but, when but, in, but, but in Canada, you had a, I know it's a small town, but you had to be somewhat famous because they wouldn't invite you to the tour, you know, right? I mean. Yeah. And, and the thing was, is like, I, I was starting to get, I was starting to get a lot of likes on my videos because I knew how the algorithm worked on TikTok. So I know how to, I knew how to make videos blow up, but I wasn't getting that engaged audience yet where they were like ride or die fans like they will do anything you say like it wasn't like at that point yet it was more of the oh this video is cool i'm gonna like it you know what i mean yeah and and that's where you got more of your story and you moved into the house and all that and then you get started and tell a story and i see you're wearing a full send hat the nelk boys and people follow the crazy right i mean look is that yeah 100 percent. i mean we, when we moved into the house, it takes six, we had six people that moved in at the start and all six of us were already people on social media. We were already established on social media. So it wasn't like one big social media influencer trying to blow up five others in the house, which is what you saw with uh, Jake Paul and team 10 when he did his house. It was Jake Paul was the star. Let's blow up all these people that I bring into the house. Instead, we went about it with here are six people that are already big. Let's see what they can do when they all come together. Got it. And so then you, so that's probably, they say you're the average of the five people around you. So that probably made you guys even stronger when you see your other buddy. Oh yeah. Everyone's followers just translated to the other people. So like all my followers went to Bryce and Bryce's went to mine. And and then, you know, those followers went to Jaden and Jaden's went to Anthony's Anthony's goes to Keo. And it's just this big circle. Got it. Okay. That, that is sweet. And so that's where it came about. And that's like, you know, partner sites, whatever you just, you complimentary, you relay them. They're not going to just watch you. They'll watch it. You get basically, and what's crazy is you got ABC, CBS, NBC, and these movie channels. The, the video screen is you guys. I mean, it's watching you guys. Yeah. Like it's, it, it, it's crazy in that, in that regard. And then we're, we're going to get to some stuff with what you're doing with it, with Portnoy. We're going to get to that very shortly. Okay. And so the thing, you know, you moved to LA, you, you got with these guys and I saw, I saw Bryce, you know, he's doing this with something, Anthony Papalino, who was on our show a few couple of weeks ago, like a finance investing thing. Are you doing yeah. anything around investing? Like not angel, but like, do you want to get like, like, so Benzinga, we have like, I don't know, six million or 10 million people come to our site every month and all these things. But like, are you looking to get an investing message out there? Like how Bryce was trying to figure out how to learn to invest. Cause they don't teach financial literacy growing up. It's ridiculous. Not at all. So um, they don't teach it. They don't teach it is what I'm saying for yeah. me personally. Do I want to get uh, more into investing hundred percent? You don't want to teach it. I, 
I feel like I want to first learn and kind of show people my learning experience like Bryce is doing with his podcast. I just am finding a different way to do that. And we actually do have something in the works right now. That's going to be really, really cool. Um, it's going to teach Gen Z how to build a company and you don't need to be rich to build a company. You don't need to be a celebrity. And yeah, that it's going to be a really, really awesome uh, series. But when, when you just got to be, and I know I, I listened to you about mental health when you took a social media break when people were like, I mean, the, the, the bowling, like when you started doing musically, you got bullied, bullied a little bit and you turned off it for a couple months. Will you just quickly talk about that, I guess? Yeah, of course. Um, so when I was in ninth grade, I was going to my high school year and that's when I started doing social media. Probably the worst combo to be a freshman and doing social media, which is like a hated on thing in high school. But I went into my school being a, a popular kid. Like I played sports. I, I knew every senior, like I ran track. So I was already friends with these people. So it was a really, really weird and like strange atmosphere for me to walk into and just start getting made fun of instantly. Like down the hall, people calling me slurs. If it's like just bumping into me in the hallway and like pretending it's an accident. And that was like the first time I ever experienced backlash like from social media at all. And so I wasn't used to that being a kid that was kind of popular growing up. And I just was like, all right, well, if it's going to bring me like this, sadness I'm not gonna do it so I quit for about three months I think and then uh, one of my friends literally talked to me Marky and, and Jason were the two people so I gotta shut them out but they just said Josh like it does not make sense that you're gonna give up doing this when you had such a cool opportunity just because people are making fun of you like why and that's when it kind of hit me and completely changed like my mindset on social media where it's really about having fun it does not matter what other people think because if no one hates you, then you're probably doing something wrong actually. Cause like no one's ever, you can't make everyone happy. It's just, it's not it how it is. But it must, it must be the strangest feeling ever. Like I'm assuming you're not, you're not a controversial guy. It must be the strangest feeling ever getting random people messaging you. Hey, you're a douche or stuff like that. Cause you like, you like want to talk to them like, but you can't at this, at the level you're at now. And I know exactly like, you, I mean, you just can't, but like, I mean, it's just right. crazy. It's crazy what people say behind a screen and not in person. Cause they, like you're, I can tell you're a good guy, great heart, decent guy. You thank know? you. Thank you. Like, no. Yeah. I think that the thing that sucks the most is that comments and the media, like, and whoever posts certain clips, they always like twist what's actually going on in the video or they like twist how, what people mean. And, and like, you see that a lot. You see that a lot with like people's words being taken the wrong way and how sensitive like today, like generation is. I just think it kind of, it holds back the content creator because they're always so scared of being canceled. Right. Yeah. It's like, I, mean, I make one little wrong move and then everyone just hates on me for no reason. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't learn from it. I can't say I'm sorry. I can't make a mistake. It, it's, it's crazy and feedback is mostly negative these days like how often yeah. are you getting someone hey you really inspired me and, you know so okay we only have a short little time i gotta, gotta get i'm gonna do it fast i got a couple of questions from who the guys who are the producers on this thing they said you said you figured out the algorithm for tiktok or one of the things what would like what'd you figure out if you don't want to say you don't have to no i can 100 percent. i've been pretty open about this when tiktok first came out and they established the for you page it was brand new to the app 
there were two people on the app that figured it out. It was Cash Baker and then it was me. And pretty much what you needed to do to get your video a ton of likes and a ton of views was shares. It was all shares and comments at the start. Like those were the two things TikTok had in their algorithm to make a video blow up. So what I took away from that was, all right, what is a video I can create that I know people are either going to save to their favorites or send to someone, right? Because that would count as a share. And that was more valuable than a comment. So then what I did was I started creating tutorial videos. And with those videos, I would show people a really quick 15, 30 seconds on how to do a trick on TikTok. So if it was a TikTok transition, if it was how to film a really cool like video and so on and so forth. And what happened is those videos would, everyone would save them because they would want to go try them later, right? Or they would want to know how to do what I was doing. And my videos would blow up. I was getting 70 million views, like 50 million views, 30 million views. And these videos were kind of what actually started my growth in, in TikTok. Did you, did the tutorial videos, did you just do that on your own or you saw someone else was doing it and it was really successful? The tutorials was from, actually, I did one tutorial because a comment on my post asked me, how did I do this? And once I saw that comment, I was like, huh, every comment section in videos that blow up, they always are asking the people about the video. So if I just show people how to do the video, they're going to interact with it well. And so that's kind of where I went to uh, starting doing tutorials. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. There's a guy here in Detroit, and what he does, he does this thing like, if you believe this, if the number's five, whatever, and they think it's gonna be some magic trick, but it's not, and he's like making them stay longer, and he's gotten like 300,000 followers by doing that, and they're the yeah. worst videos ever, because it's, it doesn't do anything. His name, yeah, I don't wanna say his name, whatever. So, but yours were actually good. <laughs> yours were actually good. Well, how, this is pretty funny. We never had a TikTok Benzinga, so our first TikTok ever, we have like 35,000 followers, but our first TikTok right. ever was when I was live on a show. I'm, I give stock picks out and I've been, I have a decent track record, but like our, my, our first one, I was live on a show and I said I bought Express Spa for some reason. And as I said it, the stock started moving. And then within like 10 minutes, it was up 150%. And so we made it into a TikTok thing. The first one we ever did, and we opened the account for it, got a million views. And I hear that's rare for your first video. And we haven't had a million views like that, but it was like, yeah, the Benzinga account. It was, it was just like showing a stock pick, but people wanted to see the pick. I get your point about yeah. the tutorial, you know? So then, so then do you, one more on the stocks. Do you own any stocks? Not currently, no. Okay. So you, you mentioned your deals, your business deals that you're looking to do. Charlie D'Amelio did a deal with Duncan, as you probably know, uh, the yep. Charlie. Justin Bieber did with Crocs. I don't know if you know this, but like, D'Amelio added billions of dollars in value in cap in market cap for Duncan. Same thing with Bieber, Bieber, Bieber. Like you probably have stuff in the works, but these public companies, are you looking at the opportunities of where you're going to go with your brand with, you know, in relation to that, any like public companies that deal you want to break the news here and we'll get it out in a couple well, of yeah, I, I can, I can definitely like touch on that. Um, so here's my strategy, right? And you, what you said is kind of my thing. Like you almost answered your own question. So you know how you just said like, because of Charlie doing this Duncan deal, she added billions of dollars in market for uh, Duncan, right? Charlie doing that deal. 100%. Right? Yep. Right? So 
she didn't get paid billions of dollars though, obviously. My theory is own everything, right? If I can go and create an energy drink instead of getting sponsored by Red Bull or Bang Energy, who I know will pay me millions of dollars to do so, the reason they are paying me millions of dollars is because they know I can make their company more than millions of dollars. So if I have that power, I might as well do that myself, grow my own company, scale my company, and then sell it and exit with equity. So, right. And so you're, it's like 50 cent. You're looking for the distributor and you put your brand on it. What's the name of the energy drink again for the audience? Uh, it's Annie Energy. Yep. And, and you're doing it with, with Bryce, right? Bryce Hall, yeah. Yep. Okay. Now the thing that, you know, brand new, like BFF, uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstool, who retweets me sometimes. And one time actually got mad at us, called us the suits, but we're the anti-suits. We're like, we provide data like to some of the brokerages that he uses and like Reuters, Bloomberg, those are the suits. We're the opposite. And one time, but right. anyway, I got my, it was, it's funny, but I mean, he's, he's the best and he just says he it is. like he is. He's the best. Tell us how this came about. I, I, I like this and yeah, give that little quick story. And then I think we have like couple minutes left and then the, the, the little kids will come in and say hi. But yeah, no, yeah. So um, actually pretty funny story how I met Dave. Um, he was tweeting about a controversy I was in at the time and he was calling us wiggle dickers. He was calling TikTokers wiggle dickers. And then he makes, up the, he makes up the best names, by the way. I don't know oh, how he- Like how the he, best. How does he do amazing. it? Like, how does that brain work? He went to Michigan. I went to Michigan. What what water was he drinking? I don't get it. I have no idea, man. I, I need some though. By the way, um, are you gonna are you gonna go to college or this is your college? Th this is my college. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So my team started freaking out and they were like, How do we connect you with Dave? We gotta set something up. So they started working and like using their connections. Uh finally got in contact with Dave and asked if Dave wanted to do an Instagram live. Was it was it Mike like, the way it did that again? Yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike was doing it. So uh, shout out Michael Gurren, always doing, always doing his best for me. But um, we, we get connected, we get put on an Instagram live together and we just started flowing, like going back and forth. He's asking me about the situation. We're cracking jokes. Then snap, I think like Snapchat reached out about doing a show. We said no, but then we talked to Dave more and we're like, maybe there's something here though with you and Josh. And that's kind of where the podcast came to be. So, and it's BFF, but so I don't know how you want to get into it. You're doing it on the, the Barstool Network, but um, I don't know what you could say, but like, what kind, how does that like, like the deal? What, what's like the structure? Like, what's a structure for a deal for a podcast? I mean, everyone knows the whole celebrity thing with, you know, um, the girls and that, and that show, um, Call Me yeah. Daddy, but I'm, I know yeah, this yeah. is different, but what, like, how do you go about that, I guess? No, I, I have an amazing like deal with them. It's very much so more of a business partner deal than like a client and manager deal. I guess that's like the best way to put it in being allowed to talk about it. You know what I mean? I want the exact. Stuff. I want the exact numbers. Come on, dude. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Come Give on, me how on. much money you've been paid. Yeah, yeah you're already not, you're you're. Come on, the, the the BFF best friends River is is already like number forty in the thing, and you barely started, right? I know. We literally launched it yesterday. Um, it was top 10 podcasts, top 10 shows. So, um, I'm under, I mean, I'm under, I'm underselling it. Sorry. That was a mistake. It, it, absolutely amazing. It, it's crazy. I did not expect it to like blow up in the way it did. 
Um, but Dave always has something up his sleeve. So, of course, he just played it perfectly. And, yeah, I'm excited for that oh, podcast, man. And, and, and give, it's, it's L.A., like you and his New York, you know, Barstool. Meet, like, give us, like, what are some things that, you know, if you, if you come and listen to it, you know, like, what's the... Yeah, of course. I mean, you're getting the in of two completely different worlds. I am very much so in the Gen Z social media drama, hardcore partying, not knowing what they're doing with their money influencer area, if that makes sense. It was a weird description, but um, <laughs> just like I'm in the influence. This is this is how I should say. I'm in the influencer space um, of Gen Z, where Dave is more in the sports and uh, college guy demographic. Yeah, and so the way I took it is it's a way, like, you know how you with your buddies in the Sway House, it's a way how you guys can, like, sell, or not sell, but complimentary things. Like, I didn't even know what the business deal is of it, and I'm glad you got a good business deal, but, like, you're you're finding a new audience in it you know what i mean 100 like and we're, we're we're crossbreeding audiences right like dave doesn't have my audience and right. i don't have dave's audience so it's the best of both worlds when you're pairing us together why we called it bffs as well because it's pretty funny that a like 42 year old man and like a 18 year old is like called best friends you know what I'm no, saying? no and, and it's a fun who thought of the name by the way because i'm going to say my uh, that, that was dave i'll give dave the credit on that one so dave thought of the bff because the thing i was going to say is like it made me look into it further to see, oh, do they know each other? But that, but that, that one moment of discovery like helps get you know intrigue into it. And yeah. and people like may make fun of you guys without the, like the shirts on. I, yeah. actually, I, but I actually found it motivating a little bit. Like I need to get in shape, and I'm like, all right, these guys, you know, like I don't know. I mean, you know that's what I mean? just what that's you found out what we're trying to do. We were just trying to motivate people. We're not trying to just, you know, walk around with our shirts off. Have you always so, worked, did you always work out like that, or are you always like? I know you played hockey. So I've always been athletic. Uh, I've always been a big sports person. I played like five, like high school. I played on the high school basketball team, badminton. You were always I competitive. Played, yeah, like I played soccer. I played hockey. I like I did it all. I love sports, but I wasn't ever like in the gym working out. I was always a really small kid. Like I was five foot one in my freshman year. I was. But you were. Pounds. Oh yeah, dude. But my I son dropped. My son Josh still has hope. Yeah, okay, that's good. He all does. Right. He does. Yeah. Hey, I, I did all my growing, like within the last eight months. So. Wow. And because yeah, you probably did all the travel sports, and Josh is like a travel baseball player, all that. And and, yeah. and by the way, some people would say, some people would say behind your back, like you're not going to college, you're missing out on the fun. But I know from you know listening to you with Wolf of Wall Street, you're having more fun than probably a hundred college kids combined, right? Uh, we, we do pretty well for ourselves in that department of having fun. Yeah. All right. So to, to conclude this, or is there anything else that you wanted to say, Josh, that I missed because we'll write stories about this that we, you know, we'll edit this out. Is there anything that I, I got, I got, we did a little bit more than I even thought we were going to do. Is there anything you want to say before the, before my co-hosts come in for a couple of minutes, a minute or two? <laughs> no, I think, I think I'm good. I, I just, and, and I've been waiting the whole interview just to talk to your co host here. Yeah, yeah. So. See, see, see how it's, but be, by the way, if, 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 if I'll, I'll tell you this, mark my words, it's, it's 2000, well, I don't know what the date is. Mark my words, and I did this about someone else. It's October 14th, 2020. If yep. Josh Richards was a stock, I would, you'd, you'd, you'd buy it in a big way. Like if you could sell 10% of your proceeds, like over the next 30 years, I mean, you, 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 the, re, the reason I say it, because there's cocky jerks who like, 
oh, I'm going to do this, this, but you're just so level, you know what I mean? And, I, and you can just Thank tell, you, you can tell Thank the personality. Do you know what I mean? Now I know you're going to get the issue where everywhere, I know you already get people come up to you and, and then you have to be nice. Cause if you're not, if you're not nice, the one time they come up to you, they think you're a jerk forever. And that's, yep. you know, so that's the, the challenge, but all right, here, we're live here guys. You want to talk to them for a quick second? You, you, sure. you, you had, you had that yeah. question, you had that question, but I, yeah. I didn't ask him. I'm gonna let Are you, you ask. Are you at the Sway House right now? I, I'm at the Sway House right now, yeah. I mean, do you know where Bryce's room looks like? No, I don't no. know what his room looks like. Oh, well, th if you've seen it in TikToks, this is this is it. Oh, that's big. <laughs> that's his room? Yeah, he has a big room. <laughs> it's crazy. You guys, wanna, you guys wanna see something cool? Yes. I did a yes. little, I did a little painting on his wall. I'll show you. Oh, was he mad at you or no? Uh, he was, he was a little mad. He was a little mad. But look, that's me holding him on a leash. Pretty cool, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Did you paint that? I, I hired a painter to come and do it. Oh. Is that funny? Yeah. Yes. Should we have him come to Detroit one time? Uh, yes. I mean, do you, do you follow Rocket Mortgage at all? Do I follow? I mean, not follow. You? Have you heard of Rocket Mortgage? No. Quicken Loans, you ever never heard of those? Quicken Loans, Rocket Mortgage? Well, they're on, they're like the biggest advertiser for sports in the world. Okay. And, we're, and you know, 100 Thieves? Yes. Yeah, you know, they're, well, they're an investor, but the Rocket Mortgage, Quicken Loans, we're in the same buildings. Guy Dan Gilbert owns a Cavaliers. And okay. um, so he's like an investor in our company, whatever he's. And okay, guys, all listeners, you got to go get Sway merch. Where do they get it? Uh, I mean, you can either go to shopjoshrichards.com. Or you can go to, um, I think you can just look up Sway LA. All right, congrats, man. Good luck, and we'll, we'll update. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye.